Itamayor of RSA's Fraud Action Research Lab says the FBI's new warning about Citadel malware attacks, which are often coupled with the drive-by virus known as Riveton, highlight a growing threat that banking institutions and consumers must be prepared to fight. Hi, I'm Tracy Kitten with Information Security Media Group. And I'm here today with Itai Mayor, who explains why Citadel is getting national attention and steps banking institutions and consumers must take to ensure online accounts are not compromised. Itai, Citadel is a Zeus variant RSA has been researching for some time. What can you tell us about Citadel and why is it so concerning? Well, hi, Tracy. Um, well, there are several reasons why Citadel uh, is so concerning. First off, uh, it has to do with the technical aspect. Citadel, which is actually a Zeus variant, this is probably the most uh, popular financial trojan out there, offers all of the previous Zeus options and some additional things. For example, Citadel offers video capturing option. That means that anything that the user does will be captured in a video file and sent to a fraudster. In addition, Citadel offers some advanced techniques to evade antivirus detection. We've seen these types of techniques in the past with other Trojans, but Citadel just took it a notch up. In addition, Citadel also offers some advanced encryption uh, techniques for the data so they steal, a VNC option, that is a virtual network connection, meaning they can take over the user's computer without them even knowing about it. And that's just in the um, technical sense. In addition, what Citadel has done is they actually created a very interesting Citadel group or community. So these guys don't just sell you a Trojan. They don't just sell you a piece of software. They offer support. They offer a knowledge database. They let you know which versions are coming, what are the changes that they're going to do, and that are going to be implemented in future versions. They have a community where you can ask and, and get answers about the operation of the Citadel Trojan. And they even went as far as going to the community and asking them, hey, what are our clients interested in? What are the next features you guys want to see in the next versions? And they do a poll where they ask the users this question. So it's a technical advanced Trojan, but also a group that knows that software is not enough. You have to have a good PR and a good reach out to the community. Those are interesting points, Itai, and they actually tie in well with the next question that I wanted to ask, and that was, when was Citadel discovered and how has it evolved? And you've touched on some of the evolution, but how long has Citadel been out there? We've seen Citadel for the first time early 2012, if I remember correctly, end of January, beginning of February. But again, it is a Zeus offspring. So even the guys who created Citadel say, we just gave it a different name, but we added a whole bunch of options and we're providing you with additional uh, services on top. So Zeus has been around for years now. Citadel, this specific version, uh, has been around for at least six months out there in the open. Now, last week, the Federal Bureau of Investigation issued a new warning about Citadel attacks, which are now being waged in conjunction with the drive-by virus known as Reviton. Reviton is a type of ransomware which is often used to hijack computers. These so-called ransomware attacks are not new, and Itai RSA has investigated ransomware attacks for a while. What can you tell us about ransomware, and why is it now just getting attention from federal authorities? Well, we have an investigator and we've seen ransomware in the past. Ransomware is a piece of software that, as I said, it, it, it freezes your computer and asks you for money. Usually, we have seen this not just as ransomware, but also as scareware. Typical scareware scams where after having something installed on your computer, it'll tell you that your computer is not safe and you need to download this application to secure your computer, and then it actually stole the money. 
Ransomware, on the other hand, locks down your computer. And we have seen these in the past where it gives you a message saying, all the information on the computer is now encrypted. Uh, we didn't delete or change anything. It's just encrypted on the computer. You cannot touch it unless you pay us this amount of money. That's a typical ransomware case. Now, the reason that uh, the federal authorities are now more interested in it is because in the latest surge of attacks, Citadel plus Reviton uh, ransomware, uh, they've actually used the FBI name as part of the attack. And what happened is you would receive a, a notification saying that the FBI locked down your computer, if I remember correctly, due to the fact that you went to some child pornography site and you have to pay a fine and it will not give you access back to your computer unless you pay this fine. Now, we have seen these types of attacks a lot in Europe. I can't recall a surge of attacks like this in the U.S. Itai, you've noted that Reviton is not something that you have researched specifically, but I did want to ask a little bit about the connection between Reviton and Citadel. Is it rare to see ransomware coupled with a financial trojan? That's a good question. Um, I don't recall seeing these types of scams in the past, which kind of got me thinking, what's going on here? I mean, you have a sophisticated piece of code like Citadel. Why are you coupling that with a ransomware, which is not something I would typically expect? There are two things that come to mind. First of all, this might be a joint venture. Uh, what do I mean by that? We do see a lot in the fraudster underground people who advertise their botnets. So people go online and they advertise in one of the fraud forums saying, Hey, I have a botnet and I have, say, for example, 100,000 people infected in the U.S. I'm selling this botnet. So it may be that somebody has the uh, Reviton ransomware and he wants to infect people. Well, if you already have a botnet of people who are infected with Citadel, it's very easy to send something like this as part of an update file and infect these 100,000 people with this software. Uh, a case that could be here is that somebody approached an owner of a Citadel botnet and said, hey, I would pay you say, $5 per every bot that you infect with my software, and then they couple the two together. Another thing that might be happening is that they, you have a group now who has simply decided to actually infect people not just with Citadel, but also with Reviton, just to get an extra hold on the victim's computers. So they're saying, okay, I have Citadel installed on the victim's computer. Why not try to get an extra amount of money from this person by locking down his computer with a ransomware? We already have his username and password. We can probably hack his bank account or corporate account or whatever information we stole. Let's also shut down his computer and, and get an extra $50, $100, $200 in the process. Now, Itai, you've talked a little bit about the fact that Citadel is something that we've seen in other parts of the world, but of course it's targeting U.S. users now. Why do you think U.S. users are primary targets and why do you think their bank accounts are primary targets? I was actually referring to ransomware. We have seen Citadel in the past and not just in Europe or in other parts of the world, in the U.S. as well. But right, it is targeting now in addition with the Reviton U.S. bank accounts. Why is that happening? Well, first of all, that's where a lot of the money is. One thing that we have seen in the past is different types of techniques being used in different places of the world in smaller uh, numbers and then they just move to the US and after they've tried it in some place they just change uh, location and try it on a much larger audience which is the US. So Itai, how well informed are consumers about these types of attacks? Consumers are getting informed uh, and I can tell you that today people are much more aware than they were uh, two or three years ago. A lot of it also has to do not directly with financial Trojans but the fact that people read about Trojans, they read about uh, kind of cyber attacks like 
Flame, Stuxnet, Duku, uh, Geos. Uh, so they hear about these things and they are becoming aware of security in general, which is good. And now people are getting aware of security, not just in the sense of national attack security, but their own private computers. People are aware but it's still not enough. We should be reaching out more and people should be aware of this uh, in a much broader uh, scale. Software security and computer security is not there. How many times have you heard a mother tell her child, you know, don't take candy from a stranger or look left and right before you cross the road? Well, kids today are not outside as they used to be. They are much more on computers. Same goes for older people. And still, computer security is not discussed enough. In fact, security is not sexy enough. When I think about it, when you go and buy a car, I'm pretty sure one of the first things you check is how safe is it for me? How safe is it for my family? But yet again, when you go into a bank or when you start working with a credit card on a specific site, I don't think that people ask themselves enough, you know, is this secure? Am I doing the right thing? And so I think we're on the right path, but there's still a lot of work to be done. I also wanted to ask about mobile devices. Do you see these types of attacks being waged against mobile? In fact, we are. And funny enough, Citadel also has a module uh, that targets um, mobile devices. Um, they're not really mobile Trojans. I wouldn't say they're full-blown mobile Trojans yet. So they're using different techniques to intercept SMSs, specifically SMSs that are sent from the bank to a client. But they are moving in that direction. So we've already seen uh, rogue applications, applications that look like uh, the bank might have put them online to aid the end user, but in fact, they are not. They're bad applications or they're not authorized by the bank. So that's one thing. And we have seen Trojans that are targeting specific users that use uh, SMSs as part of their authentication to the bank. And these Trojans will persuade the end users through some social engineering to install a software on his or her mobile device that will actually be some sort of SMS interceptor and any SMS that the user receives will be then sent to the bad guys. So yes, we are seeing them starting to target the, the mobile devices as well. Now, when we take a step back and we look at some of these advanced persistent threats and cyber attacks generally, how do Citadel and Reviton attacks compare and are they more threatening than other attacks RSA has researched? Well, it's, it's, it's a different type of attack. You have to remember that when you're talking about cyber attacks and nation-sponsored cyber attacks, the goal is different. Usually when you're talking about a financial Trojan, your goal is to make an amount of money and you don't really care what happens later. That's not the case with cyber attacks. With cyber attacks, you usually want to penetrate an organization and remain low and under the radar for as long, long as you can. So you use different techniques to actually evade detection, uh, but also you don't make the client aware. And even if after you steal data, you still don't want to be detected. But interestingly enough, we are starting to see, I wouldn't say a crossover, but we're starting to see elements of what we see in cybercrime in financial fraud. And specifically, I'm talking again about Citadel. Citadel has actually advertised that one of their modules will allow you to actually map the network of the infected computer. They call it the CMD or the CMD parser. So what happens once Citadel is installed on the victim's device, it will run a set of commands on a command prompt. Of course, the user will not see this. Uh, and the, those commands are network commands that will allow it to understand which computers are on this network, what IPs. It will actually map the network. And it will send the result of this command 
to the botnet owner. Even in, in the Citadel advertisement in the underground forum, they said this will help you map if you're trying to access into a company. That's an interesting point, Itai, and I wanted to ask before we wrapped up the call today, what steps should banking institutions be taking to ensure that online accounts are protected? And I guess what I'm really asking is how can they invest in solutions as well as educate consumers? So there's a multiple array of things that not just banks, but companies need to take to, to secure their users. You won't hear me say, you know, if you take or use this solution or this mythology, this one thing will help you. There's no such thing. It has to come in multiple layers. And these include several layers. First of all, education. It's something that I'm all for, of course. People need to be aware of the problem. That's a big thing. So having uh, institutions educate their users as well as their employees about threats that are out there is something that is a must today. But in addition, you want to take the layered approach and try and see, is there anything other that's actually targeting me? The institutions need to look and see, are the Trojans that are out there, are they even targeting me? Who is looking to steal my information? So get an idea of what you're up against. Once you have an idea of what you're up against, you need to protect your internal network as well. Not just your internal network, but of course, if you have a login page or anything of that sort. So you need to make sure that whoever tries to access any sort of resource, be it an end user trying to access a bank or an employee trying to access information which is confidential, you need to make sure that the username and password they're using might be legitimate, but you want to make sure that they really are who they claim they are. Things like device profiling, user profiling, behavioral profiling, and so on. After that, when we're talking specifically about uh, financial institutions, you want to make sure you have an additional layer where you monitor the transactions. Even if the user is who he claims he is, you want to make sure that, you know, if you see Itai, for example, going in every day and moving $100 every day, if Itai goes in today and then moves $20,000, something is questionable here. You want to take another look at that. Um, if we're talking specifically about the cases like Citadel and Reviton, uh, one thing that I also suggest is, of course, educating the customers that they should not respond to anything that freezes their computer. The FBI will not ask them to pay a fine uh, on their computer for going to a, a child pornography site. What you really want to do is call in an expert uh, who will remove the threat for, from your computer in this specific case of, of ransomware or crimeware. Itai, I want to thank you again for your time today. My pleasure. Again, we've just heard from Itai Mayor of RSA's Fraud Action Research Lab. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tracy Kitten.